TJ, how do you feel about Oprah? You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. How do you think that makes me feel? I guess you love you some Oprah. Oprah had over 22,000 guests in her show's 25-year existence. If it worked for her, it could work for you. This is the Pod On Podcast. We're your host, TJ Bonavitura. That's me. And Julian Lewis. That's me. As founders of a podcast media company, we had to start a podcast. So join us each episode as we and our guests drop knowledge on podcasting for you, the curious and scrappy podcaster. (laughs) On today's episode, we're going to talk about preparing to have a guest on your podcast. TJ, why don't you kick us off and let people know why they should have a guest in the first place? Yeah, it's a great question. And a lot of people haven't really thought about the specifics of why you'd want to have a guest. I think ultimately, the best part about having a guest is it keeps your podcast interesting. It keeps it flavorful. It keeps it engaging for your audience. Because now every time you have a guest on, you can have a subject matter expert or someone that is relevant to whatever your overall topic and theme is, which we've covered in previous episodes. So having a guest is a really awesome way to ensure you're going to keep things different. You're going to keep it creative. But again, it's still rolling back up to your theme. Yeah. And I love that you said subject matter expert. So for the Couple Collective, you know, I've had my neighbor on, Sean, who is a marriage and family therapist. I've made it very clear that I'm not an expert in couples and relationships. So why not bring an expert to really talk about the subject that I want to learn from? And what it does is it really brings credibility to my listeners. Yeah. The other thing too, why you'd want to have a guest is the mutual benefit for both you and the guest coming on. You'll have a guest come on that's going to be relevant to your audience, which we talked about. But also for your guests, it gives them more exposure to their audience. So maybe they just wrote a book. Maybe they have their own podcast. Maybe they're a blogger or they're big on Twitter, whatever it may be. By them coming onto your podcast will then allow them to gain a greater exposure. And this is a great tactic to take because at the end of each podcast or throughout the podcast, you want to obviously have a natural conversation depending on the style of your podcast, but also... It gives them an opportunity to spray in different pieces about who they are, their ideologies, what they've written in the past, what they've talked about in the past, what they've done on TV in the past, wherever their expertise lies. And so as they can sprinkle those in throughout the podcast, it's not only interesting to the audience, but it's important for them to spread the word about who they are and what they're up to. Yeah. And in most cases, you know, you don't have to pay a guest to be in your podcast. And in most cases, you know, if you reach out to somebody you know, they're going to say yes, because to TJ's point, they want to spread the word on their their platform, on their book or whatever they might want to promote. So I guess, like, how do you determine who to have as a guest on a podcast? What are your thoughts there? My thoughts are, you don't want to have just any guest, right? You want to ensure that you're having a guest that's going to be relevant to your show and the overall theme. For example, we had the Curious and Scrappy podcaster, right? That's who our audience is. We've defined it in our previous episode. We want to have any guests going forward that's going to be interesting and relevant to our audience, to that curious and scrappy podcaster. So it may not be in our best interest to have someone come on that's going to talk about something other than their experience with podcasting. So maybe we have like an athlete or a writer who is going to talk about a book that has nothing to do with the podcasting space. That doesn't make sense. We actually went through an exercise, you and I, before where you had asked this to have somebody on, or we had an idea of having somebody on. And I kept on asking you, well, why do we all want to have them on? 
and you, I think the idea around that one was she was in media or something, right? I mean, you may know the story better than I do. Yeah. So she was somebody who had worked on a podcast in the past I and mean, works in media. And, you know, my initial thought was like, oh, she worked in media, like be a good person to talk to. But I think one of the things that we wanted to focus on is like, what specific topic did we want her to touch on? And so, you know, that's a conversation that we had as we were whiteboarding and planning for that episode to give a shout out to our last episode on planning. Yeah. And so we eventually got to the point where like, okay, well, what is she going to bring value to? Like she's done all these different things in media. She's been on podcasts before, but how can we make sure that when she's on the pod on podcast, she's talking about her experience with podcasting. That's going to be interesting to our audience. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we're bringing value to the end listener, both our audience, as well as their audience, as long as it aligns with the topic that we have. And now, you know, I think there are definitely adjacencies, right? And so part of what we're looking to do here is help people to build and grow their podcast. And so when we get to the part where we're talking about launching and promotion, if we have a marketer come in who has an expertise in the general landscape of marketing, that would work because there's an adjacency there. So it doesn't have to be directly in line, but there just definitely has to be an adjacency. So Julian, I want to talk about the process of getting a guest on, right? It's one thing to have a friend or family member on or someone that you know, it's pretty straightforward to get them on the pod. You send them an email, text, whatever. But what about getting somebody you don't know? What are some different approaches to not just convince, but incentivize having a guest on your pod? The beautiful thing is, it's actually pretty easy to get somebody to come onto your podcast, but you have to do your homework. My background is in sales and I would never have my team or myself reach out to a potential client cold without adding any sort of value or having any understanding of why they would be a good fit, right? You have to take that same approach when you're reaching out for a guest. Align the why. Why is it going to be beneficial to have them on your podcast to add value to your listeners? And why is it going to be beneficial to them to expand the platform that they might be building? Yeah, I think also you would be surprised how many people will respond to emails. Podcasting right now is a very hot medium for guests and people who want to get the word out to join. For example, we had the big swing guys on, Cooper and Ross. How we got them in the studio almost a year ago? a very just cold outreach through Instagram. I reached out to them saying, hey, we have a podcast in San Francisco. I know you guys are doing a podcast. We love it. Sounds like you guys are doing a lot of stuff inside of your hotel room or in the lobby of the hotel. Would you be interested in coming into the studio and just using it for free? And sure enough, they came in. They had a really good podcast with Rich Hill and the rest is history. And now we have a relationship for life with those guys. So it's always going to be important to use, you know, cold emails, but again, having some sort of context behind it. And then ultimately using social, like social media is such a great way to connect with people and like-minded people in the podcast industry and listen to other podcasts. If there's something that's similar to you out there in terms of what your subject matter is, reach out to guests that they have. People love what they're talking about. They're happy to join. You'll be pleasantly surprised. TJ, what I'm pleasantly surprised about is that you didn't say slide into the DMs. I feel like you love saying that. But in all reality, it really doesn't matter what the platform is. Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, email, you can reach out on whatever channel that you see them engaging on and just ask the question, bring the value, give them the reason why, and most likely you'll get a response and, and hopefully you'll get them on your podcast. I feel like I'm back in my old sales days with all these uh, tips and tricks of outreach. Love it. So Julian, you've done the outreach. You slid into the DMs. <laughs> nice. You slid into the DMs. You've got a response. They've agreed to come on the podcast. Now, what do you need to do? What you don't need to do 
is just wait for the day of the recording and just show up. What you do need to do is have a prep doc prepared, something that basically gives an overview of your show. One thing to note is because you're reaching out cold to them, there's a very strong chance that they don't listen to your podcast. So give a brief overview of what your podcast is and then reiterate the why. Reiterate why you wanna have that person on the podcast. And the next step that I would take is give them a few questions. Don't give them every single question that you're going to ask because you don't want them to become overprepared, but at least give them an idea of the questions that you might ask. And if you have a signature question that you ask in every episode, go ahead and throw that over to them. Yeah, the best thing I like about this doc that we've actually created here at, at StudioPod is giving a background of who you are and why you want them on. Too often we see outlines where it's just questions that are asking the guest or letting the guest know of what's going to be asked. By doing this, it becomes too robotic. There's not a lot of authenticity there. But if you show the effort of like, this is what you've done, this is what I want to talk about, here are some basic questions like you mentioned, it allows you as a host to kind of navigate the waters a little bit more freely. Because if there are topics A, B, C, and D that you want to cover on a said 45, 60 minute podcast, but the way the conversation goes, you know, maybe she or he starts with topic D and they work backwards. That's totally fine. Just don't allow the questions to be so static to the point, or don't let your outline be so static to the point where you have to go in a linear fashion as you're asking those questions. And also I would add at the end, like, is there anything in particular that you want to promote? Yes. If they have a book, most likely it's that, but if they want to promote more than that, you want to make sure that you have it on the outline and you give them the time to be able to promote that. And then the last piece is the day of details. TJ, do you want to talk through like what would be included on that prep doc with the day of details? Absolutely. So I'm fond of this book called The Checklist Manifesto. And the idea is even though you're doing very common everyday things, you still want to have a checklist to ensure that you're not going to be missing anything important. In this case for podcasting, you want to make sure that you have the necessary steps checked off as you're recording the day of. So if they're coming into the studio, have you checked off what time they're coming in? Are you going to have an adult beverage or just normal beverage ready for them? Have you sent them the outline? Do they know how long it's going to go for? Do they have a hard stop? Things like this to make sure that everything is going to run smoothly and you're not just winging it so much to the point where it becomes a little bit unorganized. Being as organized as possible is really going to make it comfortable for your guest. Yeah, definitely. And you were talking about kind of having them in the same studio where you're going to be face to face. But, you know, especially if you're doing it remote, whether you're using Squadcast, Riverside FM, or even Zoom, which we don't necessarily recommend, you want to make sure that they are prepared with, okay, like what microphone, what headphones. And, you know, if you're in close proximity and the recording's not for a while and you want to focus on the quality of audio, like I'd go as far as to even send them a mic if you have the ability to do so, whether you're gifting it to them or, you know, just lending it to them and asking them to return it afterwards. So Julian, the recording's been done. Now you want to promote this. You want to, you have an awesome guest on. What can you do to maximize exposure for this episode? Leveraging that guest that you had on. This is my favorite part. You should be creating content for every single episode that you're posting. So whether it be a static post, whether it be an audiogram, you should create three or four pieces of content and send them to your guests and be like, hey, I'm going to promote these things on my platforms. Feel free to do so as well. Or you can go ahead and repost what I post. But it's a really good way to get exposure to them 
to your audience. And then hopefully the inverse where they're promoting it to their audience to say like, hey, I was on this podcast. Listen to me. Yeah. Leverage the network for sure. I'm a big proponent of making it as easy as possible for them to share it. So whether it's a reshare or maybe writing them copy so then they could put it on LinkedIn or, or Twitter or Instagram or wherever it may be, don't rely on them to just reshare it. Give it to them and say, hey, it would be really nice if you could post something of this nature on your social channel. And then hopefully someone that they know will then follow the podcast, like, share, someone they know will like and share, so on and so forth. A great way to get organic exposure to your show. So in closing here, Let's talk about the three things, the three big takeaways that we have for this episode. Yeah, first and foremost, establish why have a guest in the first place. And then you have to determine like who aligns with your audience and that's gonna bring value to your listeners. And lastly, making sure that you prepare for that guest. And I feel like we always have a bonus and the bonus is making sure you make it as easy as possible for them, whether that be in your prep doc or in the content that you're creating for them to promote at the end. You get a podcast, you get a podcast, you get a podcast. <laughs> Pot on. Every episode of the Pod On podcast is produced and edited by Studio Pod Media. For more information about our work and our clients, Go to studiopodsf.com. Shout out to Gary Oakland for the fire track. Gary O!